You're listening to the Playing Full Out podcast. This episode is entitled How to Eliminate the Pressure so that you can enhance your career anytime you want. If your current work feels heavy, then something needs to change. And in this episode, you're going to get a practice that will help you drop the pressure and stress that you may feel when it comes to enhancing and building your career. And this is something every leader needs to have in their back pocket today. So stay tuned. Hello, I'm Rita Hyland, and you're about to discover what it means to position your business, career, and life to play full out. This show explores the way leaders just like you embrace and achieve their ambition without working harder or grinding it out any longer. So if you want to take your life, business, or career to a playing full out status and do so while being the happiest high performer in the room, then hang with me because this show shares everything you need to know using the best of neuroscience, transformational psychology, and a bit of spiritual wisdom to help you change fast, even when it's uncomfortable or scary, or you failed to do so in the past. All this so that you can enjoy more freedom and prosperity in your business and life. I'm happy you're here. Hello there, friend. I am excited for today's topic because it is all about careers and building and enjoying the career that you have always imagined. I'm passionate about this topic because I get a lot of questions about careers and work when I'm in conversations with people. I mean, I understand why we're we're at them so much of our life and so many hours out of the day that they are a very big aspect and category in our world. When I'm asked about careers, it usually falls into one of three categories. People want to know how they can enhance their career. Maybe they aren't as far as they thought they would be or that they wanted to be. So they're looking to amplify their professional success. The second reason I talk to people on careers is they usually are asking about maybe a specific goal that they want to hit or that they're driving to. They might want to build a certain revenue goal or build their leadership team or sell a business or just something within a very specific, you know, launch a specific product or service. The third reason is that the individual might be ready for a big career change. They've been successful. They've got a lot of expertise and experience, established themselves as a leader in maybe one industry, and they want to take everything that they've called to make a difference or an impact and experience another industry and or looking sometimes for an opportunity to run something that they believe will make an even bigger difference. That might be a you know, not-for-profit or something that they're very vested in and have a personal love for. Those are the three reasons. But regardless of the reasons that I'm talking on career, I've noticed repeatedly that in these conversations that one of a few biases show up and that these biases are the very things that are really causing the resistance of moving and making the change that the individuals want, whether that be more satisfaction, more revenue, more impact, combination of all three. So before I share the practice with you to dial down the pressure that I see so many seem to be experiencing on a daily basis in their careers, I'm going to share some of the biases, the three specifics that I see that need to be acknowledged, recognized, and overcome in order to catapult forward. And the first of these 
three biases is what I call the linear bias. And this is the belief that our life and work will always move in a straight line or that it always should, that in general, life and work should both be ascending. The belief is that it should be forward and upward all of the time. And what happens is when you live with this bias is that we're shocked to see, well, that life just doesn't do it. It doesn't do this. It does not work like this all of the time. Sometimes it pauses, sometimes it oscillates, sometimes it shakes around, sometimes it moves two steps forward and takes one step back. It's anything but a straight line. The problem is, is that our society tells us that we should be progressing like that, but that it's not real. And as we know, there's disruptions in all of life. There's disruptions in careers because you can't pull the two apart. A performance at work is affected by our personal life. So that's just reality. There are layoffs and illnesses. There's births, there's moves, there's divorce. There's a book called Life is in the Transition by Bruce Felier. He's written in the past few years. And in that book, he identifies over a hundred and I think 16 disruptors as he calls them. And he got to this number after traveling the country for a year researching and interviewing hundreds of individuals. And he makes the point that this expectation that life is linear and it should be in a constant ascension puts a great deal of anxiety on us. It puts a great deal of pressure. And that pressure to be literally ascending has us in this constant state of judgment that we should be somewhere we are not or we should be further if the research that life is not linear and he has a host of it and he shows that transitions are occurring at this incredible clip, we're always having these disruptors occur and, and how long the percentage of time it takes to get out of one or to move through it or transition through it and the, some of the ways to move through transitions. If that doesn't speak to you or if you don't think that's real enough to help you drop this linear bias, understand this, that if something's happening, it's supposed to be happening. You can fight it or not fight it, but it's still the truth and it's still real. I recall a person being so upset that they could understand why a tsunami happens or why we, these certain things in the world, you know, bad things happen. That judgment, that pain, that pressure in fighting what is real or what's, what's happening is part of the additional pressure that we unwittingly allow into our world the stress that we allow into our world and that we fight and that causes us to, you know, not be able to break through to new levels or enhance our careers at the rate we want. So when you drop this linear bias that you have to be progressing, you stop the pressure cooker. You find that you can relax. You start to trust yourself more and you have your eyes open to the golden opportunities that are in front of you. So give some thought. That's the first bias that, to drop. And I can tell you, I spent a lot of years fighting reality. But when I got to a place of, you know, even if there were things within my current world or my current career that I did not like, I remember always going and moving back to being grateful for where I was and how it was helping me to get to the next space. Because that is a supersonic way to drop the pressure cooker. The second bias is the scarcity bias. And the scarcity bias, I hear a lot about that has everything to do with that there's not enough of whatever it is I need. There's not enough need in the marketplace or the industry for my talent or my service that they, they're already 
so many sales of this going on, or there's so much domination, or there, you know, the economy's not strong at this point. So there's just this constant lack of time, money, need, whatever it is. You and I both know that whatever talent you are bringing to the world today, whatever you're doing in your vocation or career, it is needed. It is needed. The service that you provide is needed. Know that that's true. How do we know? Because someone has been grateful for what you have had to offer before. I'm betting on it. I know that you have given something of your talent, your service, and that it has served. And therefore, I know that there is not a further scarcity of it being out there. I was speaking to a man this week. His name's Kevin. And he's an amazing leader. I've you know, known him for some time. He's a high-performing individual. He's an incredible sales manager and leader. He's self-aware. He takes his personal development very seriously. And we were talking careers, and he's beginning to be one of those that falls into that third category of why I talk to people, which is that he's considering a career transition. And he asked me if I see that the industry still needs people at his level of leadership. And through our conversation, he was revealing that scarcity bias that I'm mentioning now. And what I see that that does is it creates a pressure that maybe it's not needed. Maybe the service that I have or, you know, is not. And that creates a stress. It creates risk management, which creates a more of a pressure cooker. And so, again, remember, people need what you have to give. There is not a lack or scarcity around whatever service that you have or talent to provide. So be aware of that bias and how it could be something that's causing you to resist expanding your career. The third bias, hard work bias. This one is that belief that success relies solely on how much you grind it out, how hard it has to be, that it's going to be really difficult. And this is obviously, I mean, that's pressureful. That's stressful that your next level or your ideal career has to be really difficult or hard to achieve or that getting that next client, you know, is all about hard work and using your willpower. This is precisely why so many people's days are ruled by low-grade stress. Precisely. You know, I'll hear, I'm really busy with work. I'm so stressed out about work. This has become our habit these days. And having this bias really gets in the way of building your career to the level that you want. I was talking with a man, James, an attorney. He's in a partner and he has responsibility for bringing in new business to the firm. And I think two or three years ago, he brought in the largest account by far to his firm. I mean, this was a massive, massive account. And the problem is, is that he hasn't brought anything in since. And he says his confidence is shot. He wonders what's wrong with him. Why can't he follow through on his great ideas? And when I asked him more and more about it, what I could hear in the conversation is these biases became these stories for him. And they were affecting how he managed his days and how he moves in his career. And we want to really be able to look at them to see what they are doing and how they're affecting our work and our life. Notice how these biases or stories or these beliefs in essence affect your well-being. Does it affect your relationships and your business connections, your ability to feel good about yourself, your relationships with your children? What do these biases do and how does it play out? Do you have so much pressure and stress financially that you feel sick over it? Is it making you so 
stressed out all the time. So I want you to take a moment and think about these biases. Again, they are the linear bias, the scarce bias, and the hard work bias. And see where they are playing in your world. What was funny when I talked to this, this attorney and I asked him about that one account that was so super large and how it came to be, he's like, it was a 20-minute conversation. I was asking him about this man about something else. And he said, I have a client that I maybe if you did this work, he could use your help. He wasn't even calling for the purpose of generating new business. The point being is like his only proof of the largest account by scores in the firm had been brought in with such ease that it blew his mind. But we tell ourselves it can't be like that. And that is why we're attached to things, why we get pressured and stressed out on a day-to-day basis. So that piece of it, life can be easy, work can be easy. And when we're coming from those low-grade emotions, we are actually in resistance of the very thing that we say that we want. So here's the practice for you this week that will open you to allowing and showing up to the five-star ideal work that you have wanted or put out there that you've wanted for some time. It's a practice that will help you reorganize and move the pressure and stressed out state that is habitual. And that really is the problem. And the thing I missed is that our reason our biases are so brutal is because they dictate our habits. And we don't get what we want in life. We get our habits, right? We get what we do day to day. So being aware, and that is the first step of the practice, is to be aware of where you are resisting allowing your breakthrough work to come in or where you hold resistance to a even more impositive and influential career that you are satisfied with that balances out in your day-to-day life. So to do this, what you need to do is step outside of yourself and become the observer looking at you. How do you resist allowing yourself to expand your business connections? Do you spend everything you make? Are you addicted to the adrenaline of being busy? Are you insistent that you're the only one that can do it and do it right? That you're the one who has to be responsible all the time? Just notice where your resistance lies. Are you always in, you know, measuring risk reward and mitigating risk and operating from a place of making decisions that are based in scarcity or based on judgment of yourself that you should have been going further and farther and faster. Just be aware of where you're causing yourself your own pain, bias, and not allowing for breakthroughs. The second part of this process is to think of the business or the colleague that you already have helped and supported before. A time when you already succeeded doing is what it is that you want to do more of now, whatever it is that you want to enhance or amplify. If it's a client, write the client's name down. What I want you to do is I want you to recount right now, imagine, go back to that time and recount how happy that client was, how grateful they were that you were the person who was there at the right time to help them. Recall their gratitude, their relief, because you had what was needed for them. What might have been, in fact, if you hadn't been there, if you hadn't shown up, 
I want you to write the answers to these questions down. Simply go back and recall, yes, indeed, that was a massive support. My service, my talent, my gift, my career. I know that this is absolutely what I'm meant to be doing and amplifying. And be generous as you go through these feelings. Be generous to yourself as you acknowledge yourself and identify the emotions of the client that you helped. And allow this to be your fuel as you do this next part of the practice. Come back to this moment when it is that you're feeling stressed or pressured. Remember, this is why I'm doing this. And indeed, I am fully capable. It's simply a matter of scaling it or sharing what I have more. Because this third part of the process, this part of the practice is really important. Because when I see people pressured or stressed out, they are not in the place of thinking about their client or the business that is employing so many people that they help to find the leader for or that they cultivate a team for. And this is the third part. Notice who you're being during your five-star experience with your past client. And then for this one week, instead of getting down or concerned about what you might think isn't going to happen or what you might not get, stick with what you did in part two of the practice and imagine that same satisfaction, that same feeling of purpose-driven work that you had and that you're giving it to another client or hundreds of clients. And be in that for just this week. Focus not on what you're going to get from amplifying your career or from making the new career direction, but what you're going to be able to give. And that is an amazing quantitative shift that will allow you to experience a complete breakthrough. For just this week, with consistency, again, focus on what you're able to serve, how you're able to delight, how you're able to build others up along with building up their businesses and those that they employ and those who they serve. Build it up, give it out, add your value, and do this without attachment to the outcome. I guarantee that when you start showing up as the person you were being in the second part of this practice, when you are being that person again and again with the elevated energy, mind you, pressure and stressed out, it is not elevated energy. It is not what is going to get you to the next place. So your pressure and your stress is a ball and chain. And there is no way that you are going to intercept with what it is, the career that you want when you're coming from that state. So let's just review here. The pressured state comes when we have resistance and we're fighting what we want in terms of with these biases, the linear bias that this isn't happening as it should or that I should be further along. That just creates judgment and pressure. Or the second is the scarcity bias that there's not a way or there's not enough opportunity or time or money or that risk is too large. This again amps up stress. It amps up our risk emotions. It amps up our pressure. And the third bias was the hard work bias, which is that belief that the next direction or the next opportunity or business connection or the next level has to be hard. 
Be aware that the subset of that hard work bias, by the way, is that I have to do all of this alone. It's a bias that really keeps us from being able to expand. So it's very unconscious resistance to allowing your next level of greatness. In fact, it blocks in any category of your life. So the practice for your quantum shift is to get honest about what your biases are, where you're resisting. The second part is to think of the client you already helped and write down and recount how great that experience was both for you and the client, how worth it that entire experience was. And then the third is for one week, look for ways to bring that same feeling, that same experience by adding your value and your elevated satisfied state to your next client or opportunity or networking situation. And when you drop the bias and the focus on what you will get instead of on what you will give, you're going to relax. This is what happens. You relax and your work becomes satisfying and you have more creative options, solutions, and you will take the upward tick that you've been looking for in your career. We all have moments where we're pressured and we're stressed and it's become habitualized over these past few years. Turn it around by dropping your old stories and looking at how you can give more of you and what you do best without making the outcome mean anything about you. Your job is simply to show up and offer and give of yourself. What happens when you do this is not only will you see your work opportunities increase, and this is where more of the magic comes, is that your business connections will indeed improve. You will feel better about yourself. You'll have better relationships with your children. You will sleep better tonight. And the stress and pressure that has become this habit over the past few years will disseminate. Yes? I hope this has been helpful for you. I encourage you to listen to it again. Make sure to start to do this practice. Have it in your back pocket, especially in those times of high pressure and stress. And if you have a colleague or a friend who you feel like they think that their work is heavy and needs to change right now, go ahead and share this with them. The world needs your light. The world needs their light. When you share this, you're helping you and them turn it on and turn it up. You're listening to Rita Highland. I look forward to seeing you and being a part of the world you create when you do. Be well and have a great day. Thank you for being with me today. By you listening to this, it tells me you're interested in growing yourself and likely not just for yourself, but to positively influence others as well. If you enjoyed this podcast, go ahead and share this with your friends and colleagues. When leaders like you grow yourself and then grow others, we all are positively impacted. If you have questions, I'm here to answer them and may even use them in our upcoming podcasts. Go ahead. You can send those questions to Breakthrough at RitaHighland.com. Remember, a half version of you is not enough. The world needs the full version of you at play. I look forward to seeing you on our next podcast. 